Buenos dias, amigos, and good morning, America. Welcome to Monday, January the 29th, 2024. This is Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Boss Big Show is now on the air on the FM at 107.1997 FM on the Boss app, 1071theboss.com. I haven't said Buenos dias, amigos, and I don't know how long. That just came out of nowhere. I used to do that every day. I used to do that every day to start the show, but it's been years since I've done that. Where did that come from? It just came out of nowhere. It's it's a strange thing how your brain sometimes just pulls something. I meant to say good morning, America, and then it just came out. (laughs) Must have been the booze from last night. Yeah, well, Joe has now arrived at the uh, traffic center. He said, you okay over there? You spent a night boozing? He goes, no, no, not it. Well, I did have a lot of wine last night, but that's that's not booze. That's just drinking wine. I was fine. Don't worry about it. It doesn't count as alcohol. Rochelle didn't even... uh, didn't make it through the games last night. She was out at about yeah, 8.30 after doing a bottle of Cabernet all her own. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And you had some sort of a blue cocktail uh, in honor of the Lions. I did. Night. I did. I made some. I don't, it was gross, but it looked cool. It was pretty. <laughs> it was disgusting. Yeah, that, it was a Curacao, right? That yeah. blue and liqueur. Yeah, I put vodka and I put uh, the Curacao. Well, of course, it had to have vodka. If it's blue, it's got well, vodka in it. Right, because that's clear, so yeah. I don't know. But then I, I don't I had like an orange seltzer. I don't even know. It was not good. <laughs> I was just mixing stuff. You're boozing all day I yesterday. I just wanted yeah. it to be blue. I was gross. <laughs> we started out with uh, with rum and orange juice for breakfast. That was pretty good. Yeah. So it was a, it was a well, long day. You know what? You could have just taken some vodka or uh, and and put some blue food coloring in it. Yeah. Well, I had the blue cure so I didn't buy it. Oh. So okay. I already had it. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just throw this in here. It's blue. Why do we have that? That's one of those bottles where it's like, where did this come from? I don't know what we would possibly use blue yeah. liqueur for. I but. think there was some weekend where I decided I was going to play bartender oh. and I was going to make something. With, I don't know. Everybody's got that rogue bottle in their <laughs> liquor cabinet. We're like, where, why did I buy this? Where did yeah, this come I from? I don't drink this kind of alcohol. I don't know where this I came from. I have a from. little little bottle of the the bitters to make an old-fashioned, which I've made once at yeah. home because yeah. it's a pain in the butt. The never going to right? do that again. Yeah. All right, Joe, picture this. You're going to love this. So on Saturday night, we had to go out, so we stopped and had a little bite on our way home. You know, I like uh, that little strip of bars on George Street in downtown New Brunswick. There's some great little bars over there, you know. And, and fancy, you know, mm-hmm. some good stuff. There's a steakhouse over there. They get a nice little bar. So we stopped at this one place where we've been before. And there's a bartender that we know. His name is also Joseph. Big fella, really nice guy. He's the kind of guy that gives you a little sample. He's like, you want to try it? Here, try it yeah, before you order, great. right? He's, he's great. great. Well, this last night he had a, a partner with him who's also behind the bar. And this guy was nice enough, but he was very chatty. And he had a lot. To, well, he finds out that we are radio people because his other bartender knows who we are and has listened to the program. And so he tells his friend, he's like, these guys are on the radio. Well, this guy is uh, apparently an aspiring hip-hop artist. So I'm sitting there trying to drink my scotch at the bar. And there's all kinds of people. And, you know, as you mentioned, <laughs> there's the college kids at one end of the bar. And there's a, a couples. And it's a packed bar. And this guy is doing his thing where he's like, and then, then the reason and the message and he's doing like this rap act for oh, me. And I'm sweet. trying to, <laughs> like, first of all, I'm trying to enjoy my scotch. Second of all, I'm not going to play your song on the show. Third of all, go away. So, <laughs> can you imagine? And I'm trying to be polite, but oh, in my head, I'm just like, how do I get out of this situation? This is just a lot. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm sure he meant well, and I appreciate that he's an aspiring you know, musician, but it's not my problem. That's brutal. But. Yeah, it was, the drinks were good, yeah. so we had that going for us. <laughs> the drinks were good. It, was, uh, it didn't matter. As as the drinks were good, right? I was like, whatever, man, you want to stand back there and rap, you do your thing. I'm going to sit here and have my, my espresso martini. And of course, there's like some lady, she's 100 years old, she's like, oh, wow, look at him go. And she's clapping along, this is a nice yeah. number. And I'm like, just go away. <laughs> Don't want to talk to people. 
Well, that's every day for you. Well, it's just every day. <laughs> that scotch is good. They got these Hudson Valley scotch from up in uh, New York. Oh, boy, it's yeah. great. But it's like $25, $25 a glass, and I'm listening to uh, you know, LL Cool J over here trying to <laughs> get a record deal out of me or something or whatever he thought LL was going to happen. Cool J. Busy broadcast today. Ross will be here momentarily doing the horrible scopes of the Fast Five, the birthday file. We'll do He Said. She Said. Versus 750. Do Mom Confession, 720, 920 this morning. Got tickets. The dead guy in the envelope at 710 to go see Mr. Big this weekend at the Starland Ballroom. We'll also be talking to Mr. Big in the Celebrity Hotline on Wednesday. But this morning on the hotline, we'll talk to uh, Rupert Holmes. Remember him as the Pina Colada guy. If mm-hmm. you like Pina Coladas, yes. we'll talk to him. He's actually a playwright as well. He's had a couple of plays over the years, and he's written a brand new one that's doing a doing a night. It's about the life of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the okay. Supreme Court Justice. Love it. You know, people, there's everything in RBG, RBG Baby and all yeah. that. Yeah, so yeah. he's... He's going to play about the whole deal, about her life and times, and uh, that's going to be at the Basie on Thursday night, so he'll talk about that. We'll get him on the Celebrity Hotline in just a few. Never know when that pop top cracks open. You hear that? Be calling number 10. We'll make you the boss All-American of the Day with passes to Red, White, and Brew Fest President's Day weekend at the Cure Insurance Arena. Plus, get you qualified for $5,000. Right now, time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, local businesses, organizations, community groups. Got a lot of events going on. We share them every morning about 620-835. If you have one, let us know. We'll do our best to get it on. You can text it. You can send it as a Facebook message. We check those or through 1071theboss.com where you can click uh, for a complete list of community events and station events. Who are those boss roadies? are going to be on tour Friday night, 6 to 10. It's Twin Lights Brewing Open Mic Night. The Boss Roadies will see you on your way in to win starting at 6 o'clock. Then Saturday, it's Pizza Bowl 4. Yes. We're going to do our best to pick to select the best pizza in the great garden state. Robbie Rochelle and Joe among your celebrity guest judges. We have a lot of TV people out there. we got... Movie actor slash DJ Al Bendiro, another yeah. one of these celebrity guests, which should be a lot of fun. We got like fifty different pizza places from around the state bringing their best slices for us to judge. I feel like we need to come themed. We need to stand out because there's a lot of big names there, yeah. so we got to do something to stand out. So I don't know if I can find like a pizza inflatable <laughs> or some sort of like pizza, <laughs> pizza shoes or something. I got to find something pizza themed. Why don't to we wear. just have like Ninja Turtles? How about that? That's great. We should <laughs> totally do that. I'll be the big rat. How about that? That would be so fun. Pizza Bowl Four is happening at Reds at the Meadowlands. <laughs> Saturday. Can we it's, please do that? It's free to come and watch, but if you want to sample the pizza, there is a. There's a ticket fee. So yes. it's going to be great. It all starts 3 o'clock, I believe it is, in the afternoon on Saturday. Now, Valentine's Day pictures with your pets are going on this oh. weekend. Sunday at Paws Pet Boutique in Asbury Park. You can take Valentine's Day photos, do a meet and greet with adoptable dogs, just like you bring your dog to meet uh, Santa Claus. Yeah. They got a little display there with the Cute. with the rose petals and all of that. Take a picture with your pooch. Love that. Wagonin.rescuegroups.org for all the info. That's Wagonin.rescuegroups. Fire and Ice Festival going on all weekend long. New Egypt at the Flea Market Village. Check out the uh, ice sculptures. Warm up by the fire pits. They'll have wine tastings, food trucks, and a whole lot more. Live music at NewEgyptFleamarket.com for all the details. And climb with a cop. Don't climb on a cop. That'll that'll get <laughs> well, you arrested. Well, Unless you're married to the said cop, yes. don't climb on the cop. Yes. Climb with a cop. Sure. Don't climb on the cop. Climb with the cop. With the cop. It's happening this <laughs> Sunday from 11 to 3, the Gravity Vault in Middletown. Climb with a cop. Mm-hmm. Not on the cop. Yep. Middletown and Hazlitt PBA <laughs> be there. Great event. It all benefits the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. Meet some officers as well. Just don't climb on them. No. Gravityvault.com for the info. And there you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the community 
bulletin board. Yes, we play another exciting round of Where in the World is Joseph P. Nolan? <laughs> See, like I get upset, but then I also get nervous because he's not answering his phone. Yeah. Well, so that's a little strange, isn't it? I know because we were texting with him yesterday during both of the games that uh-huh. he was up eating lots of snacks and probably having lots of drinks. Oh, and so, he's so I wonder. Passed out. If maybe he's still passed out. Well, this is. We uh, have a reoccurrence of Friday again. I was going to say, this is like two nights uh, or two, uh, two nights in a one week period yeah. where he's been passed out drunk, kind of like the old days. I don't know. I'm yeah. just saying. I know that we were chatting with him, and it was, he was eating pizza rolls and pretzels, and then he had pot roast later. So it and was he started with the uh, started with the Baltimore game. Mm-hmm. So he was uh, the, the Baltimore Chiefs game was the early game yesterday. So yes. he was boozing in the afternoon. So if he stayed up and watched, uh, how late did the uh, Lions game? Yeah, yeah. How are you Not feeling terrible. this morning? I know you're a little bummed out about the whole deal. I'm really bummed. Yeah. I'm really really <laughs> bummed. I'm still sporting my Lion colors today, but I'm I'm really bummed. I was really. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I've said it before. I'm not a huge NFL fan. Right. It, they, they were just. They've just been underdogs for so long. So it was just so cool to even see them in that game last night. So I am really bummed, especially because it was so close. Well, I'm with you. I'm not a big football fan either, but I've been kind of been in the wilderness because I got one of my famous man crushes on Tom Brady years ago. Mm-hmm. And since he's been out of the NFL, I really haven't paid much attention, but I certainly got caught into the, uh, the great American story, the underdog story. Yeah. Gritty cities like Baltimore and uh, Detroit. I was kind of hoping that's the way this would go up. And it feels kind of corporate. You know, you get the the good looking guy with the, with the best quarterback and his pretty fancy rich girlfriend uh-huh. going up against the other big corporate franchise from the West Coast and he's like, well, I just feel, all right. Yeah, we've already been here. We yeah. did this in 2020. I'm, I am I have no interest in watching <laughs> the game whatsoever. Not just because my team isn't there, but yeah. just it just, I've already seen these two teams play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Good. actually, you put it that way, it does seem like a replay of 2020, same as the election. It's like, we've already seen these two people. <laughs> Nobody's that excited about him. I know a lot of people want to talk about him, but nobody really wants this. So yeah. do we have to? Do we I have know. to go forward with? No. Uh, well, anyway, sorry, it didn't work out. It's but. okay. It's all right. Poor Grayson was up watching the game at yeah. his dad's house and called, FaceTimed, crying because he's really getting into sports this year and he's yeah. really, really into football. And we watched the Michigan game together and we were watching this together. And but in the words of Tom Hanks, there's no crying in football, I so know. we've got to we got to talk I to him know. about that. But. <laughs> Anyway, great season uh, for great season for Detroit. Great season for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. And, uh, nothing but uh, pride yes. for uh, for both teams. Uh, and, and also, uh, you know, uh, leads to Joe missing work the following week. <laughs> so it's just a. <laughs> Come on, wake up with us and I'll make a bet. We'll find a way to get you up out of your bed. Ooh, make you laugh and ease commuting stress. We get the feeling you'll stay tuned because we're the best. This show you like, yeah. Yeah. I mentioned uh, that a kid came up to me the other night, found out that we do a uh, radio program and tries to uh, audition. Like, you know, I'm Simon Cowell or something doing his hip-hop. And Rochelle uh, mentioned, she said, you know, I got an email. There was another thing we've mentioned. We go to Feast in Old Bridge a lot, one of our favorite uh, Italian restaurants when we're doing Italian. I mentioned, <laughs> I forgot all about this. There was a woman we were introduced to as one of the servers there. We have a guy, Desi, that's our guy. Yes. But he said this other server is a singer. And I gave her my business card. And she said, you know, she did reach out. I said, gee, I never got it. I said, how did she sound? What did she sound like? She's like, I don't know. She had like a centaur or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some sort of Indian music. I don't know. You're like, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> so like, stop auditioning for me. I'm not Simon Cowell, okay? Yeah. No. I don't care if America's got talent. It's not my job. <laughs> this is a comedy show. I'm not here discovering new talent, all right? I mean, you know how good we are at that. Oh, 
The Definitely. Best. The best. <laughs> this, is, this is the show that hired Kermit, the DJ. You know what I'm saying? The best. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we get a music last night. I don't know if you saw Journey doing the halftime, the Lions uh, 49ers yeah. game. You know, I'm glad you said that. Can yeah. I ask a question? Yes. Aren't they from Detroit? No. I don't believe oh, so. I thought they were. I believe they're from, uh, can we look this up? I think they're from Chicago. And, of uh, course, it's really not, without Steve Perry, it's really not Journey. I mean, I know. No. I know that the band is fine, but to me, it's just not quite the same because he is so iconic as the lead singer. The band Journey was formed in the San Francisco area. Oh, they West Coast? Oh, yeah, I thought there they you were go. Chicago. I thought they were Chicago. Shame yeah, I me. thought they were Detroit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. anyway, one of the. Uh, well, then, never mind. Well, sp- this is interesting because I think they have them there knowing that they've got that famous line at Don't Stop Believing where they say, Born and Raised in South Detroit. Mm-hmm. And that is one of those lines in rock history, one of those lyrics that people argue about. Because, of course, there is no South no, Detroit. South right, Detroit. It's not Canada. actually... Right, that would be uh, <laughs> Windsor, Canada, I think, is what most people think. Or uh, If you're from Detroit, we always make that joke because, like, South Detroit is... Is right. not Detroit. It's not Michigan. There's no, but at there's all. not. It's there's not, not a South Detroit. It's not there's, South there's not Detroit. a town. Yeah, there's yeah. not a municipality. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like people say, "I'm at Newark Airport." It's like, well, no, you're in Elizabeth, but you probably wouldn't know that unless you're from New Jersey. Right. Same sort of right. Thing. But anyway, here's a little bit of that audio if you missed it. Kind of hard to hear, but what were they singing? They said, "Born and raised in San Francisco." Oh, all right. So they changed the words. Which normally say but the South crowd Detroit. is singing South Detroit. Well, yeah, because, the crowd said South Detroit. Right. Well, because that's the words that everybody knows. That's the yeah, words right. of the song. But they changed it to San Francisco because they are from the San Francisco area, oh, and well, because right. obviously they were playing the Forty ers Well, that's so. interesting that they're. See, Joe and I both of both of us know our rock and roll pretty good. We didn't even know they were from San Francisco, so yeah. I assumed that they had them out there because they're known for that lyric and the Lions were playing. So I didn't know they were there to no. support the Forty ers Yeah. You know what I thought? I thought it was probably some really young, stupid marketing person. Person who booked them, <laughs> not realizing <laughs> that they were from Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought, nope. to be honest with you. Nope, they were right. Well, <laughs> well, look at us. Good job, guys. Old guys. Goes, don't know anything. Goes to show you there's no preparation whatsoever. <laughs> oh, no, zero. Yeah. Uh, of course, a lot of pictures of uh, Taylor smooching uh, Travis after the Chiefs uh, yes. won last night. Yeah. But also over the weekend, uh, I didn't see any of these uh, graphic images, but I guess a bunch of social media sites, uh, Instagram and uh, a couple other, Pinterest, there were... AI altered nudie pictures of Taylor Swift. Uh, what? And with the AI, it looks pretty authentic. Real? Yeah. yeah. And so they started popping up, and then, you know, the fans, you know, Taylor's got those Swifties that swoop right in and go, this is fake, this is AI. And a spokesperson for Taylor said she's considering a lawsuit. They're trying to figure out uh, the bot that created the the fake nudie pictures of Taylor. I mean, mm. one, on. one of them features her topless uh, wearing uh, the helmet, the Chief's helmet. And people Jeez. believe that this was somehow true. But, that, I mean, it's gross, isn't it, really? I mean, yeah. I, why? Yeah. Why? Why, exactly? It's, you know, someone trying to make a buck. I hate, to, I hate to admit this, but my first thought was I, I would love to see what an AI would do for me. If like, if someone <laughs> typed in Robbie Bridges naked and then let the AI do it at the chat GPT, no. I'd be curious what it would do. Well, what you, do you think it would do? You tried to make an AI photo of just yourself normally, and you said it didn't work on you at all. So well, then, and then you upload a photo of yourself, and then you say, make me an AI, and it just it had a picture of a different person. Was, well, that's <laughs> what like, it would do, would make you a different person. There's nothing I can do for you. Well, I was able to do it for Taylor. Well, because she's she's got pictures all over the internet anyway. Yeah. But I wonder who's bo- whose boobies are those. That's what I want to do. Does it matter? They just found them it somewhere. Matter. It doesn't matter. Boobs are boobs. found them somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Where'd they find them? <laughs> Anywhere. I don't know. Just laying around. Yeah, I, I mean, so. there's boobs all over the internet. Well, that's terrible. So I hope she hope she wins that lawsuit. <laughs> 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 well, 
Where did you find, find them? Wait, let me ask you a question. Where did you find them boobies? I was not aware of this. Uh, January is sometimes called Divorce Month. Hashtag Divorce Month is trending this morning. Huh. Lawyers say they tend to see an uptick in new clients right after the holiday season. Red flags that you might have your partner divorcing you soon, filing for divorce. Uh, their spending habits have changed. Either they're spending more, spending less. They suddenly suddenly start hitting the gym a lot more. Hmm. They've stopped giving you a hard time about something they used to nag you about. These are all telltale signs, according to attorneys. You are about to be served with divorce papers Interesting. here in divorce months. The worst part is today's also the beginning of the uh, IRS tax filing <laughs> season. So what a miserable confluence of days. <laughs> yeah, really. Wow. I wonder why. I wonder if they wait until after the holidays. Yeah. Thinking. But right before Valentine's right Day. Right before Valentine's yeah. Day. It's <laughs> yeah. cold as ice, isn't it? Yeah. When did you file? Do you remember? Which time? Well, all right. <laughs> did you ever file in January? Do you think this is true is what I'm asking? Uh, the first time I filed in... I think it was in the it beginning might of the year, wasn't it? Yeah, it might have been in January. Same but, for you, Jolton? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh. I honest to God don't yeah, I fi- Yeah, I filed in January and then I didn't follow through with the papers because there was like another step and then I had to file again, which was a huge pain. No. Well. That's what you're going to hire an attorney. I know. They do all that stuff for I you. I know. You ever go on that, uh, what is it, Zoom, legal Zoom? I oh, never, yeah. And not just divorce. They do all kinds of stuff. It's really fascinating. I haven't actually used it, but you can go on there, and they give you all the steps to do different stuff, and you think yeah. to yourself, man, I could be a lawyer. This is legal this not Zoom, that hard. Yeah, that's where I figured out how to fill out said divorce papers, because there's all different steps and different things you have to do and fill out, and on legal Zoom, it shows you step-by-step for each state what yeah. you need to do and the paperwork you need to have in order to file. But they got the thing there, kind of like the symptom checker on the WebMD. You go yeah. on there, and you're like, uh, this guy stole money from me. What do I do? How do I sue him? And they uh-huh. got all the steps right there at legal Zoom. It's really uh, you know the guy that started that site was uh, Robert Shapiro. He was one of OJ's lawyers, and that's uh, <laughs> that's his deal. I'm serious. It's right. <laughs> so you, well, you, you know it's great advice then. Yeah, it gets you off of anything. <laughs> if he can pull that one out, <laughs> oh my god. Well, this is a terrible segue now, but time for dead guy in the envelope. <laughs> Tickets to go see Mr. Big Starland Ballroom this uh, Friday night. Mr. Big had that big hit song to be with you and. A bunch of other ones. We looked up the uh, net worth of Eric Martin, their lead singer. He's got $6 million in the bank. Mm-hmm. That would be more than Rupert Holmes, who was on the Celebrity Hotline a little bit earlier, the Pina Colada song. Guy. A little bit. that interesting? Who's, yeah. get, who's got the most money in rock and roll? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dead guy in the envelope in my hand. An envelope with the name inside. And here it is of a deceased celebrity from some realm of fandom. It'll be up to uh, Rochelle and Joe to ask yes or no questions. Try and narrow down who this dead celebrity might be. And we'll open up the phone line, 732-774-4444, for you to positive ID the deceased and win tickets to a great rock and roll show with Mr. Big this Friday night at the Starland Ballroom. Of course, in uh, Sayreville, if you've never been up there before, Friday night, great venue. Question number one, Miss Rochelle. Is it a woman? No. Is he an actor? Yes. Is he a television actor? Yes. Is he a movie actor? No. Uh, has he been gone for more than 20 years? Yep. Was he popular in the 70s? Yep. Did he pass away in the 80s? Nope. Uh, uh, a sitcom? Yeah. Comedic? Yeah. And sitcom? Um, Off to a good start here, guys. Good questions. 
was he known for more than one television role? Mm, I suppose, but certainly one big, big one. Kojak. No, not Kojak again. <laughs> I promise. Uh, did he pass away uh, at a younger age? Yep. Did he die in the 90s? No. No. Michelle already knows who it is. I know. No, I don't. Because Rochelle tries to... I don't. She looks through those websites like This Day of History and tries to find out who she thinks I might come up with. Because usually these have a little connection to something trending. Well, the thing that threw me off, though, is on Friday you said you were already prepared for today. So I feel like... Oh, did oh, I say unusual. that? Oh, all right. Well, be rest assured I forgot all about that. So. Oh, okay. So it's <laughs> not the same. Whatever I came up with on Friday, I forgot. So. Cool. Cool. Don't be, don't be misled by that. Let's go over what we know so far. Okay. This is a, this is an actor, an actor who died uh, somewhat young, that was big in the 70s, known for one role in particular, certainly known as a comedian on a sitcom, a television program known primarily for television. Did not die in the 80s or 90s, popular in the 70s. This is what we know um, so far. Does he... About the dead guy in the envelope. Does this person have a famous child? Yes. Yep. Show business family. Hmm. Give me one more, Joe, then we're going to open up those phone lines. 732-774-4444. Was he known for two completely different roles? No, really one role. One role kind of usurps everything else he did. Iconic role, really. We got a couple takers here. Good morning. It's a boss. Good morning. Is it Freddie Prince? Is it Freddie Prince? That's it. Nice Look at job. that. Right nice out of job. the box. Unfortunately, this is the day we lost Freddie back in 1977. Oh. He was just 22 years old. So sad. Too easy. Really a sad story. Chico and the Man was the yes. big uh, hit TV show that he was known for. And uh, what's your name? Dina. Say that again. Dina. 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 All right, Dina, you yeah. got tickets to go see Mr. Big. I thought you said Venus at first. I said, oh, we got a real... Venus from Venus. So it can't be Venus. Dina, you got tickets to see Mr. Big, the Starland Ballroom, on Friday night, all right? Perfect. It should be a fun show. Hang on the line. We'll get all your info. Don't hang up, okay? Sounds good. All right. There you go. Yep. Freddie Prinze. I really didn't envelope. know it at first, I promise. I'm trying to remember who the hell I was going to do originally. And I, that, uh, this morning, I happened to see that uh, this day of history, kind of a sad... Sad celebrity uh, this day of history. And I said, well, we'll go with Freddie Prince. He's trying not to make it too hard. Yeah. And people remember uh, Freddie Prince Jr. probably from uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. And then was, was he, did he date her? Are they married? They're married. Are they still married? I think so. I remember they were in the Scooby-Doo movies yeah, together. I think they're still married. They've buddy, been married for um, a long time. Matthew Lillard, but mm -hmm. anyhow, I'm trying to wonder what I thought of the other day. I don't know. You told you said on Friday, though, you already had to prepare it. So I was already <laughs> thrown off from the beginning because I'm like, wait a second. Well, did I write it down somewhere? I, I don't, don't know. know. Well, good for All Dina. Right. On her way to see Mr. Big Time for hashtag mom. Confessions. Every morning about 72920, we hear from moms. We search at hashtag, sometimes from dads, sometimes from grandmoms. Moms and again, kids are all grown. Remember the trials and tribulations. And we share just like this. Madeline Lucas said, filled out paperwork for my daughter's first passport. Mm. And under employment, was told to write unemployed baby. <laughs> His baby is a lazy deadbeat. <laughs> Cassandra Jenny said, my daughter forgot her Stanley at home today. Uh-oh. Please pray for her hydration as she braves the barren water fountain lined halls of the middle school without it. Those are so disgusting. You oh, know. yeah. Don't you'd, use you'd, you'd, you'd be better off going Thanks. to the vending machine and getting a Coke or something. Get you a Dasani. It'll be nasty, but you'll be hydrated. <laughs> you, ever, you ever go up to the water fountain and it's got like a little piece of gum stuck yeah. to the drain? Oh. Or a little bit of rust. Yeah, a lot of times they have like a, that little white, yeah. like or green little film around. I'm, like, mm -mm, I'm always amazed at like a you know the park where they get swings and 
slides and stuff, and there's a water fountain, and there's a kid drinking. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, desperate times, I understand, but ugh, oof, it's rough. <laughs> Don't do it, kid. And at Teabags tea and Eyebags 88 ah. said, my little girl has one of her stuffed animals named Jazz Monkey. Mm-hmm. I asked her if she knew what jazz was, and she said, sure, it's when you go skee-bop-a-dee, skee-bop-bop, skee-bop-bop, and I told her she was absolutely right. No, that's David Lee Roth. You have that totally wrong. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Every morning, 72920, send one in. You might hear yours right here. Fast five and your birthday file coming right up. An island in Panama's yours for the asking. A slightly used Learjet, but minus the taxing. An 80-foot luxury yacht can be had. These cost as much as a Super Bowl ad. A minor league hockey team can be acquired. Ten new McDonald's if you're so inspired. A small leisure submarine plus just a tad. These cost as much as a Super Bowl ad. You can carpet 10 football fields, that's including pad. You'll spend as much money on all these things as a Super Bowl ad. Over to the Celebrity Hotline. You know this man for his uh, top 40 hits, two top 10 hits, by the way. He's also got two Tony Awards sitting there on the mantle, The Mystery of Edwin Drood, you might remember, and Curtains. He had that uh, AMC show. Radio people love that show, Remember When. Uh, and he's also got a brand new project, which is very interesting. It's going to be performed at the Basie Thursday night, February the 1st. All Things Equal, The Life and Trials of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, of course, about the Supreme Court Justice Rupert Holmes. Good morning, sir. How are you? Uh, fine. Thank you, Robbie. Great to be with you in the box. This is an interesting project for you. Uh, what inspired you to, to write this this play? Well, uh, as you uh, pointed out, I've uh, spent uh, the last few decades writing a lot of uh, Broadway shows and shows all over the world, adapting John Grisham, Agatha Christie, even Jerry Lewis, if you can believe it. Yeah. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, and when she died, uh, a fellow who had produced a, a Tony-nominated show of mine, Scott Stander, uh, said to you, would you want to write a play about Ruth Bader Ginsburg? And um, at the time, she was becoming a meme as the notorious RBG. That was sort of what everyone was hanging around her neck. Right. And which which was funny, but which I thought threatened to turn her into, you know, Granny from Beverly Hillbillies, you know, cantankerous and full of vinegar. When uh, I knew from following her career, uh, my wife is a New Jersey attorney. Had, oh, she went to Rutgers, as did uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So right. um, I thought, you know, let's show her as this articulate, reasoned, reasonable human being who believed that honest debate and uh, civility uh, can exist side by side, especially at this time where everything is so heated and political. And yeah. uh, so I decided to try to create, and we've been touring with the show, so it seems to be... It seems I've had verified from the audiences that have seen the show thus far that, that it, it's doing what I set out to, to do. Uh, it's a, a warm and often humorous theatrical event uh, with a strong human drama, a surprising amount of comedy. Uh, she's quite a funny woman, uh, some wonderful music. She loved her opera uh, in which the audience gets to spend 90 minutes in the company of this remarkable and very valiant woman, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And it turns out she fought, one of the ways she fought for the human rights for women was to fight for the rights of men. 
and, uh, and, and it, it, it's all revealed in the play. And, and the barriers that she faced as a woman uh, coming of age in the 1940s and 1950s, she, she couldn't get a job. She graduated uh, from Harvard and Columbia with honors and could not get a job in a law firm anywhere. That's oh. why she went to teach at Rutgers. So there's a lot of, uh, she had a lifelong love affair with her husband, Marty Ginsburg, who's very much a character in the play. So um, it's, it's just a chance to have a, 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 an experience of being one-on-one for 90 minutes uh, with this wonderful woman. I think it's interesting that you brought up at the beginning of what you're saying there, Rupert, that uh, you know, there are the memes and there's the there was the Ruth Baby Ginsburg. I saw that picture and she was a stuffed animal. And I said, well, you know, I thought to myself, well, this is a this is a good thing that there are young people, especially that are you know revering this uh, this woman who did remarkable things and, and uh, historical figures. So that's a good thing. But then you point out that, well, yeah, if you're going to know who she is, though, know who she is. So let's get beyond the silliness. So I, I think that's an excellent point, because really, what a remarkable American story it really is. Yeah, it, it, it truly is. And she, she, I think she tried to live the dream that her mother was denied, yeah. where it was just assumed her mother could never go to college. And uh, uh, the firstborn son in the family, and she had to contribute, her mother had to contribute her salary working in the garment district to pay for her firstborn brother to go to college because that was the destiny. And she never had that chance. I think that Ruth Bader Ginsburg saw a way to kind of live out the American dream that her mother had. And uh, the performance in it by Michelle uh, uh, Enzar is one of the most remarkable performances I've ever witnessed. And uh, there's no chance of you ever thinking of of Ruth Bader Ginsburg as a meme again, because uh, within seconds of the play starting, you feel as if you're you're actually with her and having this uh, wonderful evening with this remarkable woman. It's called All Things Equal, The Life and Trials of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, performance Thursday night, February the 1st. Tickets through the uh, Basie.org. Of course, I, I got to ask a question about the music career as well. When, if we're talking about Escape or we're talking about him, your two biggest uh, top 40 hits, have you been like at the grocery store or someplace where, you know, the song comes on the speaker? Because especially Escape is so ubiquitous in our culture with the Yacht Rock and all of that. And people didn't know it was you, but you knew it was you. And you're kind of watching people <laughs> jam into your music and being like, well, look at that. Does that happen, Rupert? Yeah. I, what happens is I, it, it, it's, look, it's a giddy and uh, uh, very exciting, thrilling experience. You know, to, to write a song, you know, it's, it's been, you know, uh, some 40 plus years since then. Uh, and it's been in, it's been in like, um, I think something near 40, um, 40 different movies or TV shows. It was in Guardians of the Galaxy and, um, I'm, I, you can hear me daily on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disneyland. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, but when I'm, but if I'm walking around a store and I'm with a friend or something like that, and it comes over the speakers, sometimes I'll start to sing along and see if they notice. And so far, <laughs> no one ever does. My, my dream, Robbie, is I want to go to a karaoke bar sometime where they're having a contest. And I want to sing the Pina Colada song at a karaoke bar, and I want to lose. <laughs> that's my dream. To actually go up there, and, and and no one realizes that's the guy who actually sang it. And 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 I just, uh, no, they, they went for someone who did the impossible dream. 
Well, listen, we have a we have a summer blast off concert. We will absolutely uh, welcome you to come by. We won't announce it to you and just let you go and let the crowd just go. Oh my God, it's Rupert Holmes! So listen, we'll make it happen. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it, Robbie. Let, let's make it happen. Rupert, uh, good luck with this production. Uh, I could talk about it all the fascinating stuff. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. The NFC Championship. Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions versus Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. Two baby-faced quarterbacks where when they play in the cold, their cheeks still get rosy red. With two bland personalities that make you wonder which one would win in a staring contest. But one thing's for sure. Neither one of them has that default smirk Mahomes always has on his mug. Say what? The NFC Championship game. With your money, horrible scopes, Russ Bertain. Aries, today's Mars-Uranus transit can find you feeling freer, more optimistic, and ready to take the lead, particularly regarding a business or your practical affairs. Wow. Small changes made today can impact your future in significant ways, and it's all about moving on. Uranus. Taurus. <laughs> energies today are pleasantly forward-looking, and you seem to be at the hub educational or travel plans and ideas can hold promise or excitement and the good news is possible you're certainly more interested in sharing your opinions with others gemini today's transits encourage putting the limitations of the past behind you as mars and uranus harmonize Mm. excellent energy is with you for progress on emotional levels and perhaps even breakthroughs it's easier today to take action to put a problem behind you cancer you can feel alive and vital through your relationships and experiences today as you try new ways of relating and interacting activities with people you care about can improve your mood and your courage to face tricky matters can help you get over a hump uranus leo with today's mars uranus trine you're in good place for productivity and your inventive and progressive spirit shines through you have all the confidence to tackle a task you may have overlooked in the past or your chores and work can help you decompress and de-stress anima virgo With Mars and Uranus in harmony with one another and your sign today, you're in great shape for love and creativity. Moving on and improving are most appealing to you at the moment, mainly because you're independent and confident and sharing ideas and interests. Well, look at me. Libra, with today's Mars-Uranus harmony, you might want to put more energy and muscle into improving your personal or home. It's well worth your while, too. You have all the right energy and true courage to deal with a domestic or personal matter head-on. Mighty Mouse. Scorpio, you have a wonderful way of inspiring, charming, and guiding others all at once today. You're exceptionally resourceful, seeing an opportunity and quickly grabbing it. You're also independent, even though you're playing well with others and solving problems. MacGyver. Sagittarius, you're thinking and doing things outside the box and developing innovative yet entirely doable strategies now. Very little intimidates you today, and with today's Mars-Uranus transit, you might do something just a little different, and this can be entirely refreshing. Capricorn, with Mars in your sign and Uranus in your sector of heartfelt pursuits today, you're seeking new experiences, not interested in doing the same old, same old. It's a good time to troubleshoot, experiment with different methods, and solve problems. Yeah. 
Aquarius, today's energies inspire you to break free from a problem or a limiting attitude as Mars harmonizes with your ruler, Uranus. You're bolder when managing emotional matters and eliminating things, circumstances, or even attitudes cluttering up your life. And finally, finally, Pisces, there can be exciting insights into your social life or the awakening of a personal interest today as Mars and Uranus harmonize. You tend to forget your inhibitions just a little today, and it's enough to get over hump or do something you've put off in the past. And those are your Monday horrible scopes. Get over that hump and closer to Uranus. What a fine day. Heard Uranus about 15 times in four minutes. Yeah. That was wonderful. Thanks, yeah. Ross. Because a lot of people are idiots. That's why. <laughs> they don't pay attention <laughs> to the signs blinking and the radio and the TV and the rest of their phone and the rest of it. It's early. Over the NorCast Weather Center to the smartest guy I know. Wow. Nor'easter yeah. Nick. Well, you got two extremes there. You call yeah. idiots, and then I'm the smartest. So I feel very honored. This no, no, listen. I said some people are idiots. Not all people, obviously. All right, all right. But the people that, I mean, we've been saying for two hours, the road's closed. Don't go, oh, I guess I'll go, I guess I'll go sit in for an hour and a half. I mean, what are you, Joe's right. What are you doing? That is true. It, it's crazy what people die. You ever see people, like, uh, go down a flooded road during a nor'easter? Sure. Or, uh, it, it's, it's insane. Like, what goes through your mind? It makes no sense to me. <laughs> I understand. Listen, all you need to do is follow Nor'easter. Easter Dick on Facebook, and you will see you will see the members of our society who clearly are not reading the entire article. Let's just oh, yes. let's put it that way. Yeah, you know? I know. How's everybody doing? They were good. How was you? Uh, you were working from the road last week. Looks like you get a little suntan going there, big fella. A little bit, a little bit, but you know what? I, I miss New Jersey, as crazy as that sounds. There's uh, no way. I saw your pictures <laughs> of the beach. Yeah. Lies. Lies. You guys are all sitting out drinking drinks on the beach. Just come on. Shut the up. thing is, like, <laughs> I grew up on an island. Yeah. I, it's it, the, the sand and the sea. I love it, but after a while, it gets boring. Well. And, uh, I was ready to come home. And mm-hmm. hey, it's fun. Listen, the next time, uh, the next time you're missing New Jersey, and you you just would rather be in the weather center, you can go ahead and give your plane ticket to me, and yeah, I'll, sure. I'll go on to vacation for you. You know, so right, we'll, we'll work that out next time. All right, is Taylor going to be at the Super Bowl? People care more about her showing up than the game. It's a wild thing. It really is. And the game's going to be kind of boring again. We've seen this game already. All kinds of conspiracy theories that this is uh, well, like conspiracy theories. You know, just people saying it was in the bag and the, the, yeah. the refs were put it in the bag because oh, Taylor's part, and this is the team that won last year, and the. You know what I'm saying? So wow. people think it was rigged, but I don't. I don't know that I agree with that. But boy, everybody that's people care more about than whether or not she's going to make it to the game from mm-hmm. Tokyo than anything else. So it's, it's not bad. You just you rent a jet and she'll be there. She, she doesn't have to rent a jet. I, I believe she owns one. She got her own jet. She, she's got her own jet. Yeah, the Taylor jet. Maybe maybe I've been wrong. I've been talking about the Rock for president. Maybe we need Taylor for president. She already got him jet. Yeah. So. She'll be all right. Gonna get some buildings. It should be right up there with Trumpy. That's all she needs. A couple of buildings on the Vegas Strip and her own jet. She's, yeah. she's pretty much right there. Perfect. Sell some steaks. Remember we had the Trump steaks? <laughs> Delicious. I forgot about that. Trump steaks. Yeah. But what happened? Nice. He like he bought them from like Venezuela or something. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't work out for him. <laughs> Didn't work out well. You fired. <laughs> all right. That for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five, five big old training source that you needed to know, be in the know from number five to number one. We'll count down momentarily. Reminds me, uh, congratulations again to Dina from Bayville. She's on her way to see Mr. Big at the Starland Ballroom this weekend. They'll be on the show Wednesday uh, talking about the performance on the Celebrity Hotline. So congratulations, Dina. We'll have those tickets for you all week long. More info, 1071theboss.com. She correctly identified the dead guy in the envelope as Freddie Prinz, who yes. we lost this day of rock and roll history back in 19. 19-
1977, believe mm-hmm. it or not. We're on all the socials at Robbie and Rochelle Radio at 1071 The Boss. Number five, there's something called the Ketchup Challenge. Now, this is, uh, remember that song a couple of years ago, La Ketchup? This is just not that, right? Oh, I, I don't think so. Remember that whole thing, the ketchup thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a deal where women like to show that their men don't know how to clean up after themselves. I'm not making this up. Hashtag Ketchup Challenge, so they will squirt ketchup and or mustard or, I guess, relish, you know, any condiment on the counter. And then say, honey, can can you clean this up? I'm having trouble. And then the man inevitably comes and either makes it worse or doesn't know where the paper towels are and looks like a fool. And women have been posting this to show that men are useless. And here's here's one of these. Okay, I'm going to try the tripping ketchup on the counter and see how my husband cleans it up. He's kind of a clean freak in general, so we'll Mm. see what he does. What are you doing? Whoa. Can you clean it up for me? Why did you just do that? <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, so. Okay, what are you doing? No, you clean it up like normal. Well, this guy did it right, but I guess there are some guys mm. that oh, I don't know what to do. Would you? I mean, you would know how to clean of course up. I would know how to clean it up, but I wouldn't just say, "Oh, gee, why did you do that, honey? Let me take care of that for you." <laughs> like things like Barney the dinosaur. I'd be like, "What are you doing, idiot?" <laughs> Nice. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say idiot. But nice. I mean, yes, of course, I would know how to clean it up. It's it's troubling to me that people don't know how to use a paper towel to clean it. You know what I probably would do is get some of the surface cleaner because otherwise it gets sticky. I feel like you would probably get something to dip it in because you wouldn't want to waste the ketchup. That's more your style. No, I mean that's a good point. It would depend how much ketchup you've wasted. Yes. Yeah. We don't waste food in our house. Yeah, if I so could you'd scoop off the top upset. of it and put it back in the container, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a good and yeah. you know, I, I do I am guilty sometimes if there's just like a little <laughs> like a little bit of marinara sauce like from a piece of pizza or something touches the counter. I am guilty of just using the uh the dish towel and wiping that up. What? Yeah. The dish towel I use to dry my hands and the dishes and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't you clean wipe the, food with it? I probably shouldn't clean the countertop. No, with don't do or that. Or it's like you know you have sometimes you get some of those little rogue coffee uh coffee grinds when you're making up. Please don't clean the counter with our dish towel. That's little, not what that's for. Well I mean I figure you're you're no. wiping off the dishes that are no. clean? They're clean and you've got marinara on the dish towel. No. Don't do that. So that's but that's something I'm guilty of. Yeah, but don't do that. Oh, oh gee honey, what are you doing over there? <laughs> I love you, you love me. It's a grudge buy. Number four, there's a former uh, chemistry graduate student from Chicago facing charges of operating a meth lab on campus. We got a real-life Walter White here. There's police chief David Goodwin talking about the case. He's on. David Goodwin is on the case of the real-life Walter White. This was somewhat of a routine call when it originally came in, but a lot of our staff were able to kind of get it to the point where there was an arrest made in the end, so yeah. really a, a team approach. Uh, good job, Barney Fife. Can you imagine, though? <laughs> <laughs> Guy's like, I have the brilliant criminal mastermind plan. I will go back and get a job working at the university, and I got a meth lab right there on campus. That's crazy. And I'll make millions and billions of dollars selling meth to the students. My guess is they probably saw the show and thought that they could pull that off. Right, exactly. That's where it came exactly. from. Exactly. But I just, it didn't work out for Walter White, so I don't know why you think it would work <laughs> out for you. If it didn't work out in the show, yeah. it's probably not going to be a good good thing to do. It's just like, I think I can go and be an advertising executive because I've seen an episode of Mad Men. Correct. Same thing. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, Correct. I'll just get me a Winnebago, pull it right up on campus, start frying up some meth, <laughs> makes Make a fortune. It'd be great. I'll be, be retired great. living in Boca by 45. Totally. Bonus, bonus story for you. Jenny from the block. Hanifa Lopez is producing an animated Bob the Builder movie. Oh, that's fun. With a Latino twist. 
Okay. This is her press release, not mine. Uh, actor <laughs> Anthony Ramos is going to voice uh, Bob the Builder. Do you ever watch his show with the kids? I don't really know much uh, about it. I remember he's it's a cartoon about a little construction guy, yeah, right? Yeah, he's very cute. Yeah, Lola wasn't really into it, and it was, yeah. It's a cute show. That's the, the little theme song there. I remember it was very cute. popular with kids a few years ago. But. I think it was Wilmer Valderrama who voiced him originally. If oh, I, was it? If I the remember. guy from uh, that 70s show? I believe so. Not I, the one that's in prison, right? Wilmer's not in prison. That's uh, no, maybe that wasn't him. That's he, Danny Masterson. No, He's in maybe prison, it wasn't yeah. him. I can't remember. He did. A, he did do a. He did do a cartoon, but I. Maybe that wasn't him. I, I got to imagine uh, Jennifer Lopez is going to be singing the new theme song. Oh, that would be you, cool. You would think that she would, since she's producing the thing. So. Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just Bob the Builder. It would be Jenny weird if she was singing it though, because oh, you know who he was? He was Handy Manny. That's who. Wilmer Valderrama. He was also a builder. Yeah. Different show. But it would be weird if Jennifer Lopez is singing I'm Bob the Builder because she's clearly a woman. Well, I don't know. So. There's a Latino twist on it, though. We okay. know that. Well, that's, that's fun. I El like that. Roberto de Construcciones. <laughs> produced by Jennifer Lopez. Okay. For all the wee little children. She doesn't talk like that at all. <laughs> I'm, so you know. I'm almost doing the count. It's not even close. One, two, three. Uh, uh, uh. Number three. 50 Cent would like you to know. Remember I called him 50 cents the other day? Yeah, I do yeah, recall. Great. He'd like you to know that reports about him losing weight for Mozempic or one of those one of those deals. Not true. That he's, uh, he goes to the gym. Uh, it's all natural. Mm-hmm. So he's 50 cents has lost 50 pounds <laughs> the natural way. I was talking about weight loss. I was in the gym. I was working the f- out, man. You know what I'm saying? Mozempic. I was running. I was running. I was doing what I had to do. You see me on tour. I'm running around. I lost... I was 253 pounds. I came down um, 210 right now. Right? I like how uh, mm. I like how street he is. He's got the police sirens in the background, <laughs> like he's in like he's in some sort of a action movie or a yeah. music video or something. Yeah. Fifty Cent wants you to know there ain't no Ozempic. Whereas I love how Kelly Clarkson's just like, oh yeah, I was <laughs> I looking real fat. Now I feel great about myself. I, I don't know. Good why, for you, Kelly. Good for you. Yeah, I don't know why there's no a shame, baby. Stigma behind taking something that's going to help you. It's, yep. I don't. It doesn't have to be a thing. Who cares if that's what you took? I agree. Who cares? That's 50%? right. Good for you that you were running, but not everybody can do that. Yeah. So. That's a that's a good looking guy right there. I mean, he's got cent. he's got like yeah. a nine pack. Yeah. Instead of a six pack, he's getting a nine pack. He is a good looking guy. I don't think he needed those epic anyway. But number two, Austin <laughs> Butler had to hire a, a dialect coach. He's been having a hard time since making the Elvis movie. I've heard about this before, where he said he gets so into the character. And he does that method acting yeah. playing Elvis in that movie that came out a year or so ago mm-hmm. that he can't lose talking like Elvis because you start. Yeah, we just, hey, Mama, it's me, Elvis. I like the, uh, uh, I'm all shook up, Mama. Yeah. And he gets so into it that he's talking like that every day in daily life. And he said he's starting to work on the new Masters of the Air, which is out on Apple TV this week. And he said he had to get a dialect coach because he's trying to do the lines from the thing. And, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, come on. Wow. He's supposed to say, uh, hey, good morning, everybody. How are you? And he's like, hey, good morning, Mama. How are you? Oh, darn it. I did Elvis again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> yeah, Interesting. And hire a guy. So you don't buy it, Joe? Not at all. I mean, why he's would he lie about that? Publi- because he's looking for publicity. Nonsense. Uh, w- welcome to Starbucks. What can I get for you? I'd uh, like a peppermint latte, mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, no, that's it. That I'd hire a guy. Get me to stop talking like Elvis. Not <laughs> 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 El Roberto El Construccione. Just huh. on point. Bonus, bonus for you. There is a study done on just how many germs go flying when you flush the toilet. Who? They say even if you close the lid before flushing, there are still hundreds of viral particles and germs that spread throughout your bathroom. 
They say the best thing to do is to keep your toothbrush, towels, other things far away from the toilet, if possible, in your bathroom. That's really gross. Don't tell my there's... wife that. That's really gross. Otherwise, there's germs and grossness everywhere. She so. bleach bombs the bathrooms probably once, at least once a week. That's what you need to do. I mean, that's uh, probably not a bad thing, but they're saying every... Oh, no, it isn't. They're saying bleach. every time you flush, it's... it's. Yeah, and again, even if you close the lid, so... I guess you can get some duct tape and <laughs> vacuum seal it before you flush. That's if you really, really You really want to be careful, but... It, just, it goes to show you how bad the public bathrooms are then, yeah. if, it's, if that's the case in your home bathroom with a higher volume of traffic, you know? Well, at least mm. you don't have your toothbrush out usually in a public bathroom. Well, there you go. You got that going you for you. You got that going for <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, that's a good point, Russell. <laughs> and number one, people are, people are cracking up because they're posting pictures. Home Depot is selling a replica, I'm not making this up, of Mel Gibson's sword from Braveheart. It's only available through HomeDepot.com, not in the stores, but uh, they're, they keep selling out every time they replenish them because people have been posting this. <laughs> they will never take our freedom. Being sold at Home Depot. But why? I don't know. Like, what are you doing with the sword? Who knows? Why? Well, honey, I'm going to go down to Home Depot, buy a couple of uh, light bulbs, get some lumber. I'm going to get that sword so I look like Mel Gibson when he's Braveheart. Right. Like, a little blue body paint be great. Are you bringing the sword home and what? <laughs> Like your kid with his lightsaber and you guys are duking it out. Like, what What are you doing? Hey, honey, look what I got. I don't... Did, did you put that on the credit card? <laughs> Why? <laughs> You'd be in big trouble. Don't do that. You, you don't get a flux capacitor on... Uh, right. On, I saw on, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the... Uh, the website, it has a whole, it's it's expensive, it's always, and it's always sold out. Yeah. yeah. It's always sold out. You don't see Lowe's pulling these kind of shenanigans, I'm just saying. <laughs> Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday file, Adam Lambert, he's 42, he's, you know, he's in Queen now and all of that. Yes. Sarah Gilbert mm-hmm. from Roseanne, 49. Heather Graham, remember her from the Austin Powers movies? She's 54. The former Speaker of the House of Representatives, Paul Ryan is 54, and I, I'm guessing happy not to be in Washington anymore. Oprah Winfrey hits the big 7-0. Charlie Wilson, Mark Singer, Tom Selleck, and his mustache. 79. It's National Puzzle Day and National Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Oh, that's fun. And if you're a kid, boy, don't you appreciate that bubble wrap. It's just hours of fun jumping on that thing. I got to tell you, I like bubble wrap, too. And I'm not, it's I do, like, too. It's like a stress reliever. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. You like to squeeze it or you like to jump on it? I like to squeeze I it. Squeeze it. Yeah. Drop them. And Amazon gives you now, they don't give you bubble wrap, but they give you like these plastic bags that are like chained together. Mm. Yeah. And they're very loud. They're not quite as satisfying as the bubble wrap. but No, not at them. all. But they're still fun to play. I like, to, uh, I like to stomp on the bubble wrap and do like a little dance and pretend I'm Danny Kaye or something, you know? <laughs> like I'm Tom Hanks and Big <laughs> Tap Dancing on the bubble wrap. It's kind of fun. Danny goes- Kaye, topical always. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's <laughs> Gene Kelly. Would that have worked better? I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm like Gene Kelly dancing with uh, with Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I believe Gene Kelly's actually older than Danny Kaye, but all right, <laughs> whatever. It's he said, she said. With Robbie and Rochelle. Who is that masked man? We're powered by Dr. Anthony Lombardi and his brand new Lips and IVs. His new Health and Wellness Center in Marlboro, as we usually are. His number, 732-838-9449. Proud to present this feature every day on this radio show. Some days. I don't know if he's proud every day. <laughs> I'm sure Let's he's, be fair. I'm sure he's just delighted. <laughs> we were talking to him. In the Fast Five about the, the thing with the ketchup challenge. Yes. Uh, dirting up the kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. Got us thinking today. What are you not allowed to touch or do in your own house? Don't touch that. Don't do that in the house. What are you not allowed to touch or do in your own house? 
I'm assuming this would be the uh, rules of your spouse mm-hmm. or of your partner or maybe of a roommate. Or maybe this is just a rule you impose upon yourself for whatever reason. We're curious what it is. What are you not allowed to touch? What are you not? You're not going to do that in the house. Not under my roof. Hmm. I don't know that we really have any uh, any rules per se. There are just some things I that I, I suppose you and I both don't irritate the other. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's more so what it is. I I would never go and touch your microphone in your little home office. Oh, that's fine. I mean, you can. I know, but I never would. You've got it set to a certain way. You've got the levels a certain way. So I would never touch that without at least asking you. Not that I don't think I'm allowed to. I just would never do that. But the thing that I am not allowed to touch. My pillows. Your pillows. Your mountain of freaking pillows on our bed. (laughs) Every time I touch them to even wash the sheets or rearrange the bed when I'm making the bed, you make a fuss that I messed them up. Well, because I got them a certain way where it uh, it lets me kind of do like a a craftmatic adjustable deal only with pillows, you know? So I'm propped up and I've got them set just so my back is arched in the right way. My head is in the right spot for, you know, so I'm not snoring. I do it for you so you don't hear me snoring all day. But the amount of... Pillows you have. Well, I got bed. nine pillows, eight pillows, something like that. Are excessive. Number one and number two. Most of those were my pillows before you. So the oh. fact that I'm not allowed to touch them now is quite ridiculous. And a couple of them are my pillows. And a couple of them are you. I mean, <laughs> that, when I say mountain of pillows, I mean a mountain of pillows. No, I mean they're from the my pillow guy. Yeah, well that too. <laughs> yeah, they're my pillows. That's right. They're super comfortable. Yeah, you, but there's I'm I not every time I touch it, you're like. <laughs> I, pr- I really don't touch anything as far as the. Uh, <laughs> The stove, no. you're not, the, you're uh, not the oven. I don't touch any of that. The air fryer, the toaster oven. No. I don't touch any of the no. appliances. The we, only one I'm allowed to touch is the coffee pot. You're confident I'm able to handle the coffee pot in general, but other than that, I don't touch any of the uh, kitchen appliances. The uh, what's that KitchenAid mm-hmm. mixer thing? I don't mm-hmm. touch that. I have let you touch it a couple times when we've done our chocolate carousel thing, but yeah, I was but that's very, under your parental supervision. And I was very nervous and stressed about it that you were gonna. It was gonna be a mess. And the oh. our stove. Not just for you, but for the kids, actually has child safety locks on <laughs> on them so that you guys cannot accidentally turn the gas on and, yeah. and kill yourselves. All of you. Which I almost did which once. Which you almost Luckily, did. Luckily, the, kid, the, the cat smelled it. Right, uh, which is why there are now child safety locks on the Save both of our sad lives. Something you're not allowed to touch <laughs> or do in the house. And sure, you know what? We can say maybe this was true even growing up. You know, if it's a memory of something sure. to this effect. Or, or it could be right now. And again, could just be your own rule that you put on yourself. 732-774-4444. How do you answer that? Lines are open. 732-774-4444. You can also get us on Facebook or by uh, texting. Very same number. Don't touch it not in my house stream us all day at work on the computer real easy to do that make sure you take a picture of it upload it for a bonus chance to win some tickets to our red white brew fest and qualify for five thousand dollars this is steve german and michelle hansen both of freehold your last two uh, boss all americans of the day could happen to you today here that pop top let's be the 10th caller through will get you qualified for the mm-hmm. $5,000 and some tickets into that big event with New Jersey Brewers, live music and food and a whole lot more all uh, President's Day weekend. Let's get a people alert. Uh-oh. The Princess of Wales, Kate Middleton, has left the hospital. Oh, good. She's been in there for two weeks. Wow. She had what's described as, quote, abdominal surgery, and they haven't said any more. She's making good progress, but is expected to be essentially on uh, bed rest until Easter. Wow. I'm thinking... Uh, and I hope this is not the case because it's a horribly invasive surgery. But I'm thinking she might have had uh, a hysterectomy or something like that because they're being a little vague as to what's going on. And you figure she's in the hospital two weeks and now she's got another Maybe. two months of recoup Maybe. time. I mean, that's definitely that sounds like a major. Surgery. It's not just yeah. an appendix out. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. something happened for sure. Something's going on there.
Well, I hope I hope for her sake it's it's not anything too crazy. Amazingly, she was in the same hospital at the same time as Prince. Uh, I'm sorry, I keep calling. I cannot get my head around King Charles. King Charles. King Charles. In there with the prostate surgery, but uh, he's expected to be released sometime this week as well. But also not doing any royal duties until uh, Easter. So it wow, kind of, kind of amazing time, right? Where you know, remember they had like four prime ministers in a row, and then mm-hmm. the Queen dies, then he's in there, and now mm-hmm. they're both at the hospital. There's like a bunch of unprecedented things that have happened one right after the other with yeah. the royals over the past couple of years. And Meghan Markle left suits. So I mean, and that happened too. And that happened. Oh. Also, uh, Kate Middleton and I are fairly close to the same age, and I just look so much younger than her. Makes me feel really thinking about how bad I. Why do you say that? Thinking how bad I've been to my body. I'm just so happy that she I. She doesn't look old. What are you talking I'm about? I'm not saying she looks old. I just look younger, and we're pretty close to the same age. What? I mean, I'm with all due respect to you. Uh-huh. I I'm gonna disagree. You think, think she looks younger than I do? Yeah. Baloney! No way! I look much better than she does. And this is, I'm not looking at a picture of her from today leaving the hospital or anything. I'm just saying her last, uh, you know, all made up. Are you serious? Yeah, I think I look a lot younger. You think I look older than her? Get out of here. I mean, I don't know if I would say older, but you certainly look around the same age. I don't think you look like a baby face next to her. I absolutely look like a baby face next to her. She's got all kinds of lines under her eyes. I don't have that. I look great. Listen, I think Dr. Lombardi and I need to sit you down (laughs) and talk to you about some stuff. Yeah, let's ask him what he thinks. He's he will tell you, and you you may not want to hear it, but he will tell you. I'm only asking in, in the context of do I look younger or older than uh, William and Kate, who are around were around the same age, give or take. <laughs> I mean, you have more hair than William. I will give well, you by uh, yeah. like a lot. By like a lot. But like Kate is beautiful, I'm not, and I'm she not, doesn't look. Not talking about whether or not she's beautiful. This is not an insult. She doesn't I'm just even saying, look her age. I think I look much younger, and in fact, I think I might be a year or two older than her. So. Okay. Anthony Lombardi presents uh, his new Lips and IVs in Marlboro. It's a new health and wellness center, and he presents his feature every single morning. Let's get back into it. Or he said, <laughs> what are you not allowed to touch around the house in your home? You can't touch it. Don't do this in the house. And maybe this is a rule when you were a kid. Maybe this is a rule that your wife or your husband's got for you now. Maybe this is something you just say to yourself. We don't. I, I said it and forget it. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I never touch the thermostat or the fuse box. I'm afraid of blowing a fuse. Whatever it is. Yeah. Phone lines are open. Call us, text us, Facebook us. 7267 said, my wife will not allow me to touch the position of her office chair because she has it perfectly arranged so that when I walk into the study, that even if I put my hand on the back of the chair, she gives me a warning. Uh-oh. Ooh. Don't uh-uh. touch it. Uh-uh. Don't touch it. Yeah. 5262 said, the laundry. Amy said, I'm no longer, uh, I no longer cook after my husband constantly corrected my use of the appropriate knife. There's no need to dirty 19 different knives to make a pan of lasagna. Yes, you know what? I don't touch the knives. Yeah. They're all your problem now, pal. Uh, Tyron said, the dishwasher, my husband loads it like an engineer and I load it like a drunken raccoon. <laughs> By the way, knives, difficult to maintain. Because you oh, need to yeah. sharpen them, you need to mm-hmm. clean them in a certain way, or they yes. rust. Yep. It's a job to take care of a nice set of knives. Yes, you've got to be careful with them. Billy said, I tell my family not to touch the thermostat. Thermostats mm. are for dads only. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a thermostat Nazi, that's for sure. I know. But we both touch it, but then we just argue about I it. Know. So that's something that we should work on. Did you turn on. it up? Did we you should, turn it down? It's something we should work on together. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> One more. <laughs> Linda said, I banned my family from putting the dishes away because I can never find anything after they do it. So in exchange, I will no longer wash any of the dishes. They take turns, but I put them away daily. So much better than tossing everything in the cabinet and hoping for 
for the best. Yeah, see, I'm the other way around. He's like, I never, I want to be helpful, but I never know where at know. least three or four of the bowls are. I know. So they end up just sitting on the counter. There's, so a, there's, like, there's one doodad there. It looks like a flipper. I don't even know what the hell it is. It I think like it's a flipper. I think it goes to the blender or something. I don't even know what it is. What does it, that mean? It looks like a flipper. It looks like a little flipper. It looks like a. Talking about tongs? No, I don't know what. It, I don't know what it is. It's like this plastic <laughs> thing that's always in the dishwasher when I load it. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> So it happened. I get the opposite. You're not allowed to touch this or do this in your own home. What is it? That's your he said. She said. 732-774-4444. Lines are open to call. I'm wide open right now. Or to text. A lot of Facebook answers on this, too. We'll get a couple of more of those next. Also on Facebook, on the Robbie and Rochelle page, I'd like you to post a uh, side-by-side of me. Okay. And uh, Kate Middleton. Are you sure? Yeah. And I want people to say, okay. and again, I'm not insulting her. She's she's pretty. I'm just saying, do you think that, uh, and she's glamorous. Do you think that she, seeing as though we're fairly close in age, okay. that I, I look much younger? Okay. I think the answer is yes. Okay. Keep an eye out for that. We'd like your opinion on the Robbie and Rochelle Facebook. <laughs> shoes the bit that you walk in the door. You're not allowed to touch or do what in the house? I think walk around with uh, shoes on in the house would be a good example. But also don't walk around barefoot. That's gross. Mm. Phone lines open 732-774-4444. What is the rule in your house? What are you not touching? What are, what's not your domain in your very own home? Whether it's a rule you put on yourself or it's your spouse or maybe something with your mama growing up. How do you answer that? Lori said, I can't touch the radio when we're driving in my husband's truck. We ride in silence. Thank God I drive most of the Garden State Parkway miles alone. I got a feeling that she's got the same rule when it comes to the remote control on the couch. Probably. He's picking the TV programs. (laughs) David said, any vegetarian foods or snacks my wife has? Huh. Okay. Don't eat my snacks. Nope. Uh, Mike said, my wife isn't allowed to make the bed or vacuum. She isn't thorough enough with the vacuum. We have a toddler and three pets, so there's a lot of stuff to suck up. And the sheets aren't tight, tucked tight enough when she makes the bed. L-O-L. That guy sounds like uh, like a military He's man. in the military or yeah. something. He's got to be. Got to be. My mother was like a drill surgeon. I'll never forget her, uh, her little catchphrase was, pull it taut when you'd be making the bed. Oh, my God. Because she wanted all the sheets. You know, I, like, I just pulled the comforter up and it would be a little rumpled. She's like, pull it taut. I'll never forget that. I've never heard anyone else in conversation. And obviously, I know what the word means, but I've never heard anyone else in in a sentence use taut in day-to-day life except my mother describing how to make a bed when I was a kid. Hmm. Like a drill sergeant. Taut. She was like Niedemeyer from Animal House. (laughs) Caroline said, when painting, I'm not allowed to roll the walls. I can only do the trim work. (laughs) That'd be me. Alyssa said, mow the lawn. Apparently, there's a right way to do it, and I do it all wrong. Yeah, you got to go on nice lines. You got to make the lines like the same thing with the vacuum cleaner, you know? Says the guy who doesn't vacuum and has never mowed a lawn. I have mowed a lawn. How many times? Once. Okay. <laughs> My grandpa was trying to work on it with me when I was a kid, and he's like, this is not for you. You're just, you're just upsetting me. This is not me. for you. You're just upsetting me. You're just going to screw it up. Just get oh, out. Oh, no. Go in the house. Help your grandmother with the dishes or something. This is not for you. <laughs> True. 
And Christina said, I'm not allowed to touch my husband's computers as he has multiple for work. Electronics seem to either break, mess up, or get a virus when I touch them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, honey, don't open that file that says uh, taxes 2017. Uh-huh. It's, it's very boring, and I don't want you to open uh-huh. it. <laughs> don't open that folder. Touch you know the folder. You know what's interesting? I'm thinking about this. Now, you and I, uh, as far as snacks go, really don't have the same taste in snacks. Mm-mm. You know? No. Like, I'll eat, like, leftover pizza, that sort of thing, but you love candy. You're a, you're a chocolate-holic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder if we were both chocolate people, or we were both pizza people, if we would fight over... You know, if you'd have, like, a bag of uh, York peppermint patties that are off limits, and I'd yeah. have a bag of Snickers that are off limits. Well, you would, because you don't, like, to, you don't know how to share. That's true, yeah. But I'm just, I I'm would just be a fine. <laughs> I would be fine. You could have mine. I would just have to go buy more. It's yeah. no big deal. But you don't like to share Why anything. are we spending so much money on candy? Right. That would be you. <laughs> don't, for- t- don't touch my Snickers. I forgot I'm a jerk. <laughs> I didn't All say right. you were a jerk. I say you don't know how to share. Did you get that picture of Kate Middleton and I up yet? I'm, I'm looking for one of Kate where she looks old and I can't seem I'm, to find I'm going to send you the... I told you, I just got a news alert from people this about her This is the one the I was going to go with. No, that's a good picture of her from like this 10 is, years no, ago. No, no, no. This is four days ago from no, Vanity not. Fair. Nope. No, it yes, isn't. It, is this the one you're going with? I'm going, the purple? Look, look at this picture. You I'm, see this? I saw this one. She, she looks good in that one, too. Well, she looks about 55 years old in that picture. and she doesn't. She's not. Have you ever seen a 55-year-old? Yeah. Yes, I have. What are you talking about? Well, post it. Let the people decide. I, wait, I hope when I am 55, I look anything like that. This You're is, insane. Our Facebook page is a democracy that people oh will decide. Oh, my God. Also she feel, looks about 32 in this picture. Feel free to answer our Maybe. question this morning. What are you not allowed to touch in the house? Your he said. She said. Up there on Facebook where the text connect is always open. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Connect on all the socials at Robbie and Rochelle. All right, get your act together because we got a thing here to do for Dr. Lombardi. And if you are 30 years old and you look 55, he's the guy to see. <laughs> he can help you, that's for sure. doesn't matter what age you are, he's the guy to see. No, that's it's no question. True. He powers the, he said, she said every day, as this is uh, this is brand new Lips and IVs. Mm-hmm. It's new wellness center, health and wellness center in Marlboro. Phone number 732-838-9449. And he's not only a sponsor of our program, he's our friend. Um, you know, we've developed a real friendship with him. Been yes. to a party with the guys at Greg and we love him. And uh, we're also clients. Uh, you know, he's got the original location to eat town now he's got this new one uh, there in marlboro which specializes in everything for health and wellness and you know that doesn't only mean working on the wrinkles and and using the botox and the fillers to you know look younger and feel better about yourself but it's everything even from health and wellness vitamins to uh iv drips to give you more energy does it all yes yeah i've done the iv drip and i tell you i have yet to be sick this season knock on wood yeah and i'm attributing it to my iv drip because all it does is pump a ton of vitamins into you it gives you a ton of energy makes you feel so much better a few weeks ago i tried the Alma Ted, which is a hair restoration system, completely non-invasive. I can already tell a huge difference just from one treatment. Yep. Uh, with the Elmatet, I'm going back in a few weeks to do my second treatment. And I've, of, of course, done the Botox, which is my tried and true, and I love it, and I, I absolutely recommend it to everyone. Right now, Dr. Lombardi's office, all of his offices, so the the uh, Plastic Surgery Center, the OG, the uh, Aesthetics Lounge, Lips and IVs, they are all doing Valentine's Day specials right now, so you can get the lips done. They're offering Juva, which is a type of Botox, at $7.50 a unit, which mm. is awesome. And then if you buy a certain number of units, you're going to get a $40 off coupon on top of it. So this is a great Valentine's Day gift for yourself, for someone you love. It doesn't matter what age you are. You can do the baby tox. You can do the full tox, whatever you need to do. For health and wellness, it's the new Lips and IVs. It's newest location in Marlboro, right at 71 Main Street, South Main Street. Real easy to get to off of Route 18 or really from anywhere. Dr. Anthony Lombardi, call him today, 732-838-9449. Make that appointment, 732-838-9449. Online on the Instagram. Lipsandivs.com. By the way, speaking of the big game, listen to this uh, new survey. Out on what Americans know 
<laughs> about the Super Bowl. The average viewer says they watch less than a half an hour of the actual game. Yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. Only a third of Americans say they know who won the last Super Bowl. Spoiler alert, it was the Chiefs who were back in it again. Mm, okay. Uh, 77% say they just go to uh, Super Bowl parties to hang out with friends. And yeah. another 70%, 77% say that the food is more important than the game itself. Absolutely. What kind yeah, of spread? What that. kind of nachos you get at the Super Bowl 100%. party? 100%. So there you go. You see those tickets are like $35,000 to go Stupid. to the Super Bowl? Crazy. Stupid expensive. There was one I saw. It was 66000 I mean, who has that kind of money? Wall Street guys. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Celebrities, Vegas, Wall Street guys. Vegas. Yeah. yeah, Vegas people. I guess. I just... The whales that come in from overseas and all that. $66,000 a ticket? Yeah. That'll come down. But still, that's what it is right now. I'm going to make a couple of predictions. Uh, knowing Uh-oh. that, knowing that uh, as Kermit has mentioned at length in the sports report, <laughs> knowing that Taylor is going to be there, Usher in the mm-hmm. halftime show invites her to come out and do something. Maybe just like 30 seconds, you know, just a dance with them, part of one of the songs. And yeah. I suspect because there's been all this hoopla with Justin Timberlake putting out a new record like he was on uh, Saturday Night Live over the weekend. I got a feeling uh, Justin makes an appearance in the halftime show as well because he does that mm-hmm. similar sort of music to Usher. No. So. I don't think he's going to do that. No. Maybe, I, maybe he can rip out Taylor's boob like he did to Janet Jackson. Yeah, that'd be smart. Uh, <laughs> I don't think... Where do you think of these things? <laughs> I think that he prob- Usher probably should ask Taylor. I don't know if he will. Yes. I, I be one of the biggest moments of uh, pop culture. I know, but no everybody doubt. will forget that he even performed. Yeah, well, right, so what, exactly. what else? What else has he got going on? This would be good for him to get uh, a little uh, a little glow from Taylor. You know? But will he, or will people just remember that Taylor performed? I don't know. So I don't know if, I, if, I'm his, if I'm his publicist, I don't know if that's the best idea for him, personally. Yeah. I don't know, though. I think people are going to be talking more about Dolly Parton doing the national anthem. Everybody, oh, I can't wait for that. Everybody loves Dolly. Yeah. Nobody don't like Dolly. You know? Yeah. But, have, right. you, have you seen what United Airlines has done? What's that? They've changed the flight numbers uh, between Kansas City and Vegas. One is uh, United Airlines 1989. Oh, um, Okay. One is now United Airlines 1587, which is Mahomes and uh, and Kelsey. Right. Yeah. And then the other one is 2287. Which is her big song, 22. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That I that. love that. That's why I think I there's somehow, some way, she's going to be out there part of it. I mean, how do you I miss that know. media moment? I'm telling you. She's also going to have just performed the night before, been on a plane the whole day. So what? So I don't. I just don't think. I don't think it's going to happen. People ask me to you perform know, multiple times a day. I'd do it. She mm. can do it too. You know what? Too. She's not exactly on. You know, uh, Jet Blue in the back. Right. No, I, and know. I know that. I know that she's. You know, she'll be well rested. But I just don't think that she's going to do that. I really don't. Uh-huh. I think that she would probably. It would be stupid if he didn't ask her. But I don't think she's going to do it. Just let, my opinion. Let's put, I'm sure. I'm sure there are Vegas betting odds on this. Whether or oh, not I'm sure she makes a on-field performance of some sort mm-hmm. or appearance. Yeah, so. but, but she's going to want to watch the game. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, it, it's not. You know, you just don't. Run down from a suite that you've been having fun with, and then perform at the Super Bowl. Well, I and would then go back up. I'll do it. Well, sure, it's let's just go. Not you know the quality. I'm sure she cares about how she sounds. I, mean, I just don't think it would be the. I think it'd be great. It would be wonderful, but I just don't think it, that is ever going to happen. Yeah, I just don't. I don't see it either. Well, but maybe it's a great idea. Yeah, but great I just idea. Don't think it. I just don't think it'll happen. Call your bookie. I bet against it. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, a special guest in the program. We have a little video that was sent. This is a little Girl Scout who's selling Girl Scout cookies, and she sent us a video of her little pitch. And I thought she was great, so we went ahead and uh, we made a donation. Right, we're buying some Girl Scout cookies we, from her. I, I mean, if you want to call that a donation, but yeah, well, you get like five, ten bucks, right? Yeah, I, no, I bought boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Well, boxes. 
How many boxes did you buy? I'm gonna play the video. She's very cute. No, wait her a minute. How many, how many cookies, how many boxes of cookies have we got here? Are we like bringing them to the I radio station? I, I think I got four. All right, fine. Sounds fine. It might have been six. What is her name? Madeline. Madeline, and she's, she's from nine where? Years old, nine and years old, she lives in Union Beach. Okay, here she is. This yes. is her pitch first, right? Yes. My name is Madeline, and this is my fourth year as a Girl Scout. <laughs> this year, I have two huge goals. My first goal is to sell 900 boxes, and my second goal is to have 112 boxes donated to Jersey Shore Cares. Half goes towards military, and the other half goes towards the local food pantries. I chose 112 boxes to honor Girl Scouts' 112th birthday. Please help me reach my goal and share my post. Thank you so much. She's she nine years old? So Very cute. cute. And then you made uh, the purchase and she sent you a little video I back. I did. She just sent me a little. Let's hear Madeline. Thank you for your order. <laughs> oh, she's so adorable. I oh, my like gosh. She, I feel like she's playing up the way she talks a little bit just to sound even no, cuter. No, I think that's what she sounds like. She's absolutely adorable. She's, she's cute a, as a beautiful button. little girl. She's going to do great. And she's, she's uh, donating to charity, so I'm sure she's yes. going to be getting her little buttons there for the, the Girl Scout buttons mm-hmm. on her little uniform. So nice job, kiddo. That's good stuff. And there's cookies. Somebody qualified for the big money, $5,000, five grand in your hand. Hi. Hi. Hi Did there. I win? Yes, you're calling number 10. You're Woo! through. You know what? <laughs> nice job. What's That's your name? Awesome. Stephanie. Stephanie, you were the boss All-American of the day. You have passes to join us President's Day weekend at the Red, White, and Brew Fest, which should be a lot of fun at Cure Insurance Arena. And you could be one of the people, or could be the person, walking out of there with $5,000 cash. You are qualified. Oh, my God, that's so awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. There she is, your boss, All-American of the Day, Stephanie from Brick. You can enter at 1071thebosscom Get set up that way. Just keep mm-hmm. listening for that pop-top every Monday through Friday, every weekday between uh, 6 and 6, 6A, 6B. When you hear it, be the 10th caller through to qualify for the big bucks. Jersey's free money station. So keep it on all day at work. Never know when you're going to hear that pop-top and be the boss All-American of the day like Stephanie from Brick. Stephanie Dunak from Brick. Just get qualified. Tickets go to our Red, White, and Brew Fest which is happening President's Day weekend out at the Cure Insurance Arena. We're going to those New Jersey Brewers, and someone's walking home with five grand. Stephanie, now qualified. Could be you, too. We're back here tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning, bright and early at 6 a.m. We're doing a food file tomorrow. Food file, yes. I'll be at 6.45 and 8.45 or so. We'll do He Says. She Said. At 7.50. More tickets. Go see Mr. Big at the Starland Ballroom. About 7.10. The Fast Five birthday file. Ross will be in with the Horrible Scopes and a whole bunch more all tomorrow morning starting at 6 a.m.